to go big places in the Lord. But the problem is, is that we keep refusing to do it the way God would have us to do it. So we don't feel that God is blessing us until he does it the way that if he does we give us, we ask him to give us the way we ask him to give it to us. See, he can give it to you. It's better for him to give it to you his way. Yeah. If you try to get it from him the way you want it. It's his permissive will, which will bust your head, and then it's his perfect will, which will bless you. Because he sees further than you. He sees further than your own little self and what you want. Does that make sense to the church this morning? See, God sees further. See, we've been down in the hole so long until we really don't think that we even deserve better. Oh, we can talk to anybody can talk. But talk is cheap. The Bible tells me that if you show me a man faith, I'll show you his works. And faith without works is what? And it is dead. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. And as we come before you in the humbleness of praise, Father, we ask, Lord, that the minds are open to receive this word that's coming forth this morning because it's a dynamic word, a word that will help those that will receive it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that their ears will be open. Father, and let him that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. amen. We're going to title of this message this morning is The Heavenly Worship. Worship. Now this is the thing with worship, people. Worship and praise is two different things. Praise is like what we did this morning was entering, we were praising God so that we could enter into a place called worship. Praise is like a foreplay to God to get His attention. Like a woman foreplay before love maker to her husband. To her husband, I said. Mm -hmm. I said to her husband. I didn't say it to somebody else. I said to her husband. There's an order to God. And it has suggested we preach and teach the order of God. And if your life is not where it's supposed to be, no matter who you are, if your life is not where it's supposed to be, check out what the order of your life is, whether it's in congruency with God or whether you're trying to do God your way. Because if you're trying to do God your way, then God ain't never going to be done in you. So worship praise is a foreplay to get God's attention. Then God comes in and enters into a thing called worship. That's where God comes into our soul and He begins to consummate Himself by planting seeds. See, it's the difference between praise and worship. Praise enters us into a place of worship where God comes in. So look at praise as being a foreplay to God and worship being intimacy with Him, okay? Amen. You can't worship God before you get His attention. You get His attention by praising Him. Yes. So if God is not working in your life, then guess what? You might need to check your praise out. You're not getting His attention. You're too consumed with your own matters mm -hmm. and putting God's name on it. I'm going to talk to the house this morning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to you this morning. God already told you and, and, and warned you that this year is going to get tougher and tougher and tougher. I already told you. 
Who told you that? So now that the screw is being screwed down some more, don't go to Holland. Count it on Joe. That God will think enough about you to warn you in the first place, right? Amen. But because we don't listen when it hits us, then we go to Holland, the sky is falling. He already told you it's going to fall, so get on the number out. You already been warned. It's not going to get no better. Don't be fooled by the gas prices, thinking that, that that's because something is major is about to happen. They're not dropping them prices just on GP. No, they don't. They don't lose billions and billions of dollars from folks when they get it's something brewing. That's why now, with the church, I don't play no game. At HOD, I'm straight up. I don't play game. You know why I don't play game? Mike, you know why I don't play game? Come and tell you something. God had already spoken to me. And he said, now this food is coming in, you give it to the people that's a part of the whole group. Yeah. Not the part of here or not the part there, but the whole thing. He said, see, it's a whole matter. Amen. We don't mess around. And we're in a season of Joseph, people. Hell about here. Family about to come in America. And ears ain't here. But here's what heavenly worship is, y'all. In chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible says, And this, after this, after what? After God, after he spoke, and after he uh, entered into the, 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 the sanctuary known as the seven churches of Asia, and what he did was he spoke about the pros and the cons, the good, the bad, and the ugly. After this, he said, I look. See, you can't look at nothing until you get told about the do's and the don'ts. You can't look toward heaven, but he said, after this. He says, after this, I looked. The reason why a lot of us, we can't see the interest and the opportunity because we refuse to look beyond our present state. So, so, so when he says here in the book of Revelation, he says, after this I look and behold a door. That word door there means that there is an interest and an opportunity. Where was it open? See, we keep looking for opportunities in the earth. But look what the word said. The word said, and I looked. First he looked, and then he beheld or behold. To look means to see it, but to behold it means to study it. How many times have you had an open door and you saw it? But you didn't behold the open door. In other words, you didn't walk in. You didn't study. You didn't ask God, what it is that you're trying to do for me? What it is you're trying to show me? But you went within your own insight. Mm -hmm. And you decided not to hear the counsel of the Almighty Living God. I'm going to preach this morning. Amen. So you might as well get ready. Because I'm going to burn some ears this morning. I'm not up here to play with you. I'm up here to give you the word of God because that's the only thing that's going to save your soul. If you're living in hell, if you're living in sin, then you'll see you there. That's right. If you're living in fornication, 
That's why Jesus, the Word of God, Paul says in, in, in the book of Colossians 3 2 that we are to set our minds on things above or set our affections on things above and not on things of the earth. You see, when your affections are on things above, then you can see the open door, you can see the opportunity, you can see the interest that God has for you. But when you
That's an invitation. Mm -hmm. That's what they did. Spirit. The spirit was activated. Anytime your spirit is activated, something immediately is going to happen. If you don't believe me, go to Mark 1, 12. Go to Mark 1, 12. Anytime you allow this word to activate your spirit, something is going to take place. Now he's Jesus and he's baptized. In other words, he's activated in the spirit, right? God called you. That's all it's, that's all it's saying. Amen. Jesus took the step to get baptized. And once he did that, his spirit was activated and the Bible declared and immediately that's right. the spirit drives him into the wilderness. Your spirit can't be activated and something don't take place. You hear me? It can't happen. It cannot happen. It's impossible. But look at verse 28 of the same chapter. Mark 1 28. Jesus, his spirit was being activated because he's out there doing all kinds of healing and stuff, right? And look at verse 28. What verse 28 said? And what? Immediately. Anytime you do something in the spirit realm, you activate the spirit. Anytime you get your spirit in God, and immediately something happens. It says here, immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. Are we there with that? Immediately something took place. And he was in the spirit. Revelation chapter 4 verse 2. And immediately I was in the spirit and behold there was a throne. That throne there represents a set power was set in heaven. And one sat on the throne. That word sat there means to dwell. And he that sat or he that dwelled in this power, in this throne, was to look upon like a jasper and a sword iron stone, which means that to look upon him sitting in his power, John was looking at divine wisdom and love. And it was dwelling. Because that's what the, 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 the stones mean. The, the jasper stone represents the divine wisdom. And the sardine stone represents his love. And see, that's what God is. And God, his divine wisdom and his divine love, when John saw it, what he saw was God in his divine wisdom and in his divine love. And he was dwelling in his power. Because it's an awesome thing to have all power and not be dwelling in love. It's just as dangerous as a man having a million dollars and no wisdom in love with it. He'll kill himself and everybody around him. You've got to have authority with your position. You've got to have understanding and love and wisdom with the position that God gives you in life. If a man 
Them days that he was down under, he was on down off in hell preaching. 
One of the greatest altar calls I've ever made. It's in your book. It's in the book of Peter. He preached the gospel to the dead, the Bible says. Man, you know what? I'm so glad that joy is running through my life. I'm so glad that God, that I gave God a chance to pull me up out of the fiery clay. You see, I could have stayed there. I could have stayed there if that's what I wanted. I could have denied to hear God's word if that's what I wanted to do. I could have acted all sleeping like I'm tired and like I didn't care nothing about God. I could have did that. But I chose to allow God to bless me. And now I'm happy all the day. I got a beautiful wife that's good to me. I got a beautiful home. I got money in the bank. I got my health. I got my Jesus. I'm doing good. You know why I'm doing good? It ain't because I've done nothing except I humble myself and I allow God to do it for me. That's why. Amen. If it ain't working for you, check where your heart is. Check where your heart is. There's no old boy this morning. I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get somebody saved up in here. Amen. I'm trying to get them out of their condition, out of their sinful ways and sinful living. I'm cutting sin from the left and I'm cutting it from the right. Service you can come up in the house of God any kind of way. You got to come up in the house of God with respect. The word of the Lord says here, in verse 4, 4 4, Revelation. And round about the throne were 4 and 20 seats, and upon the seats I saw 4 and 20 elders. These elders are the ones who have gone on and who are advanced in life. And it's all about man because, first of all, 4, the word 4 means totality, totalness. The word 20, when you, when you count 20, it comes down to 2 plus 0. That's 22 plus 0 equals 2. You're talking about the covenant. You're talking about a total covenant. 20 and the 4. You're talking about a total covenant. When you, and now, when you add the 20 and the 4 together, 4 plus 2 plus 0 equals 6. I don't care how you count it, it still equals 6. And 6 is the number of men. So whatever it is that's sitting on those seats is man. Okay. And it's got to do with man. That's why they call the elders. The elders are the 12 heads of the uh, 12 tribes of Israel, the patriarchs, and the 12 apostles. That's right. And they clothed in white raiment because they're spiritualized. Now, see, they don't deserve the realm no more. And they had on their heads crowns of gold, which is pure royal kingship. He said he met his kings and priests. He said it. That's right. That's what he said. He said he knew that. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> God won't bless us. If we want to live in our misery, do you think God, God this is what the word of God says. Word of God says, let him that's unjust continue to be unjust. Let him that is filthy continue to be filthy. Let him that is righteous continue to be righteous. Let him that is holy continue to be holy. Whatever you want to do, continue on. Amen. Continue on. Because I'm going on. With or without, I'm going on. I'm blessed and I'm going to continue to be blessed. Because I'm going to continue to be humble. 
and I'm going to continue to preach the word of God, and I'm going to preach the truth. Amen. I don't care if ain't nothing in here but me and the roach. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Because as long as I'm able to, just as long as I know that I've done my job and I take care of my family, I'm fine. Oh, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm a warrior, wartime general. Taking heels don't worry me at all. I don't mind going to war with the devil. I've been in war with him all my life anyway. Mm -hmm. He used to beat me up pretty bad. Till I learned some strategies from God, how to whoop this sucker, because he's crazy. Amen. And he always comes with the same old fight. I don't feel like you. Well, you don't feel like nothing. <laughs> That's just me. That's just the devil. I don't feel like it. Well, you ain't gonna feel like that fire hitting you in the butt either. When God go ahead, get away from me, I never knew you. You ain't gonna feel like that either. But Jesus didn't feel like walking up that hill to go bother to try to save you either. But he did it. Come on now. God says in verse 5 and out of the throne, now watch this. This is what I like right here. And out of the throne, that's that top, proceeded light. And how many of y'all know that when you look and you behold and the, the door and see the opportunity, that that voice that speaks to you, when you start looking into the power of God, you'll start seeing some things. That's where the lightnings proceeded out of the power of God. Because lightnings represents that you can see clearer now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See, when the, when the light is, I see it was dark. See, like this is a sanctuary. And this here is a sanctuary. And when we don't know the light of God, it's dark in here, right? Mm -hmm. Is it not? Amen. Ain't it dark in here when we walk into the room? Right. We have to flip the light on, right? So out of the, the throne, out of the power of God becomes vision, eyesight, lightning. You begin to see some things. But not only that, but thunderings, which is your ears become able to hear some things that's coming from God. And then you begin to hear these voices because these voices represent instructions. You, in other words, you begin to hear what God is saying. Who's ever had a hear to hear? Let him hear. <laughs> Amen. See how it works? Mm -hmm. That's what the book said. Mm -hmm. See, everybody can't hear this. It's Greek to the untrained ear. But to the trained ear, it does something inside of you and it activates something inside of you. And when something inside of you is activated by the Word of God, then immediately, not tomorrow, but immediately, something takes place. How many of y'all looking for an immediate action from God? See, I'm, see, it's all about immediate. It's all about immediacy. Let's, let's get it on. Immediately. And there were seven lamps of fire. Seven is the perfection of God. Burning where? Before the throne. Which are the seven spirits of God. Y'all know what the seven spirits are. It's right there in Isaiah 11 verse 2. The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of, of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of wisdom. 
And the spirit of is one more. Go there. Seven. Go there with it. Do you see? These are those seven, seven spirits. They're known as Elohim. Verse 2. Spirit of the Lord shall rest on that's one spirit. The spirit of wisdom, that's two spirits. And understanding, that's three spirits. And counsel, the spirit of counsel, that's four. Isaiah 11, 2. And the spirit of might, that's five. The spirit of knowledge, that's six. And the spirit of the fear of the Lord, that's seven. Y'all see it there? Right. Those are those seven spirits that standing before the throne of God. Those are the elements. They make up the perfect spirit of God. Y'all see it in the book. Amen. And verse 6 says here in Revelation 4, verse 6, And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, meaning that before God's power, that throne, there is eternity. Okay? The sea of glass. Everything is transparent in eternity. Okay? That's why it's a sea of glass. It's a pristine sea of crystal. In other words, in God's power, with Him dwelling within His power, eternity is all around you. Because that's what He is. The Alpha and Omega. It can't be nothing that He's not. Nothing can be unless God allows it to be. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne were four beasts, full of eyes before and behind. Well, these four beasts are the desires of God that instruct man. The total instructions in God. They are the desires of God that beasts always represent desires and affections. These beasts, notice, they are full of eyes. They are full of eyes because they have total desire that God has to instruct man. And they are full of eyes because Hebrews 4.13 said there is nothing that's not made manifest inside of God. That everything is naked and before Him. To whom we have to do. Everything. There is nothing naked. I mean, there is nothing hidden from God. He's full of eyes. Not only is He full of eyes before, not only does He know everything that's behind us in eternity, but He also knows everything that's before us in eternity. That's why the full of eyes, not only before Him, which is behind, but before, which is in front of us, but also behind Him. Because He sees everything. He sees your beginning from your end and your end from your beginning. He sees it all. One day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. One day. And verse 7 says, And the first beast, now notice these are was like a lion because the first, your first desire, your first affection, the first thing that God wants you to know is truth. And the word lion is just like the trumpet. Because the trumpet rolls and the lion rolls. Truth. They represent truth. First thing that God wants us to know about him is the truth. He wants to instruct us in the truth. Okay? Amen. The second thing, second beast, was like unto a cat because God wants to instruct us in his knowledge. The Bible says he desires knowledge. That we know knowledge of him. More than sacrifice. 
Amen. The third beast was like the face of the man because God wants to instruct man in his wisdom. You see that word face there? And you see that word man? The word man in its original text means to show the blood in the face. Now that's pretty heavy. God made us in His image and His likeness, right? And He called us man because He wanted us to show the blood of life, life, the blood of Christ in our face. In other words, He wants us to show Christ. So in order for us to do that, we've got to be instructed in God's wisdom as to why He made us in His image and in His likeness. His image is spiritual. His likeness is heavenly. And that's what we are. That's why he said, you need to set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Because you see, by setting your affections on where you were made from, will place you in the position of being who I want you to be in me. Amen. But what we've done is, we tore up down here from the floor. <laughs> we just played out, tore up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And we work ourselves to death and kill ourselves trying to get this and trying to get and don't never get nowhere. It ain't gonna happen. The only peace that's gonna give you peace, and that's why I wrote that book, Filling My Life with Joy. Because I'm a connoisseur, I'm an expert at misery. Alright? <laughs> so I wrote a book called Filling My Life with Joy, a guide to the better you. To the better you. How many of y'all want a better you? Amen. Amen. Well, they truly want a better you. Amen. Now, you know God is seeing you. Well, how many of y'all know it took a lot of work to get a better you? Are you willing to work? Amen. Are you willing? I'm going to see. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to see. Right. I'm going to challenge Right. Everybody in here know me. I'll challenge you. I'll find out whether you're for real or not. And when I see that, that you know, I'll let you know. Amen. And if I see that you are, I'll let you know. Amen. I'll show you. You got the right one. But if you hang with me, then you'll go some places. Amen. That's right. If you hang with me, yeah, if you hang with me, you'll go some places. If you hang with me, you'll go some places. If y'all hang with me, you'll go some places. And you'll be peaceful. Because I'll never let people come in here and just call problems for us. I will speak up in your behalf. All I want you to do is speak up for one another. I don't tolerate gossip. I don't tolerate certain things up in here. I don't tolerate while I'm preaching, people talking back to the preacher. I don't tolerate that. I don't tolerate that, young man. You know why? Because disrespect to God. Certain things you don't allow in the house of God. And here's where I grow up leaders. I don't grow sheep up up in here. I grow leaders up in here. And leaders are taught more tougher too than sheep. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Amen. Oui.
Say, hold it, hold it, hold it. No, I got money. Which all it is, and it is to come. And when these beasts gave glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who lived forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worshiped him that lives forever and ever, and cast their thrones before uh, cast their crown before the throne of saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created not some things, but all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were created. So everything was created for God's pleasure, first of all. Amen. Everything. So, do you think that God will make man in his image and his life and not give us our own little play field too? In him? I say in him. You see, what we've done is we've taken and we've taken the pleasures of God and taken the godliness out of it. That's what we screwed up. Now we've become degenerates. We've become man has become a Lord and an ape. Because at least ain't no yeah, Lord and one. Because ain't no that a man ain't supposed to mess with a man. I ain't no that a <laughs> <laughs> See, I said it. Man, no. I ain't know that an eight woman ain't supposed to eight mess with an eight woman. See, man, don't drop your head on me. See, man, I forgot what he's supposed to be. You don't like the preachers. They call that hate, hate preaching. That ain't hate preaching. That's Bible. Mm -hmm. yeah. Care nothing about what somebody like or what they don't like. It's the word of God. So man, now he worked in a cold room. He lost. Look at Sam Dusky. Crazy. Insane. And everything that we do propagates that through that image of the beast called the television and the internet. And that thing just keeps flashing. minds up of man, making it more and more and more deplorable. Right. He's a degenerate. Right. He don't even know that he's a man no more. He doesn't. He's got a reprobate mind. God said I'll turn him over to a reprobate mind. Because when they knew the truth, they didn't retain God in their minds. They tried to turn the truth into a lie. In other words, they tried to change God's laws about the truth. They said, no, he didn't mean that. Oh, yeah, he meant it. And it's going to come back to visit you in the latter day. Yeah. <laughs> in the latter day. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, latter day. Right now. Closing. The 24 hours. Those who are advanced in life, those who God have given this royal, kingly authority to. Notice what they when the beast, which are the desires and affections of God, to instruct man. 
when they humble themselves to God and cry, holy, 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 it causes, because now it's not being struck as a man, it causes the elders to humble themselves too. Amen. And what do they do? They take their crime, their authority. And what do they do? They cast it before God. Why would they do that? I'm glad you asked that question. Go to Romans 13, 1. Go to Romans 13, 1. And I'll tell you why they do it. Because Romans 13, 1 tells them that. Okay? Amen. Says, let not some souls, but every soul, right? Be subject unto the higher powers, right? For there is no power but of who? God. That's the only power. Now, who's the rest of it? And the what? Or what? So whatever power the elders are given, who is it given to them by? So what did they do? They humbled themselves and gave back the power that they had back to God. Thank you. 